tongue from evil. I must refrain my lips from speaking deceit. So it means that each time I speak, there's no deceit in my tongue. I'm not deceiving. I'm not lying. Young people, children, are you hearing? Who did this thing here? Why did you do it? Now, anything that comes out of my mouth must be the truth. I must not have something else in my heart and I'm saying something else with my mouth to my parents, to my teachers, to my pastors, to my brothers. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 11 said, let him turn away from evil. Now, what is evil? Let him turn away from evil. Evil represents different things to different people. It depends on the level where you are, right? Evil are in levels. How many of you agree with me? Evil are in levels because there are some evil that you need discernment. So when you get to that stage, when you get to that level... You understand what I'm saying. If you are not in that level, you are in the evil where you know what is that evil that everybody knows. Refrain from it. Do refrain from those ones first. In fact, there's a scripture I read that demarcated. Let me see whether I wrote it down. When I see some of some scriptures like that, so that I can be able to let me see. Yes. Colossians chapter 3. I was reading that. We'll go there. Demarcated evil, the ones inwardly and the outward ones. So Bible says, turn away from them. Turn away from them. Turn away from them. Sometimes your evil could be that you were supposed to spend time, like yes, day before yesterday. Was it yesterday or day before yesterday? I can't remember. Either yesterday or day before yesterday. When I was praying, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I was in your compound. I didn't enter inside your bedroom. I didn't enter inside your room where you were. But I was in the company. You know how you are in the company? You know how I, why I said that? Because the whole day, I actually felt, even though I made no commitment to shut in, but I felt that I had the whole day to myself. So I should have actually locked in myself to about some three, four hours just focused, right? But I was reading my Bible, picking up my phone, go downstairs, come back upstairs, do this, do that. That's locking that I'm supposed to engage. I didn't engage it. However, I couldn't say that I was in the flesh completely. So when I was counting my day, I told the Lord, I said, I was in your compound today. I didn't enter. I was just around in the compound, just walking around. And that is not good enough. So assuming I was supposed to have been in active engagement with the Spirit of the Lord and with the presence of the Lord, for me, that would have been evil. Am I correct? Huh? Am I correct? Because each time we engage with God, there are things God wants to put into us. And the reason he's putting those things into us, there are two reasons. One is for yourself. So that you are standing. You are being built to stand, right? And then it's for your assignment. Those are the two main reasons for God's engagement with us. You are being built up. You are being built up for yourself so that you can stand. 
If they don't build you up, the wind will blow you. That wind is Satan. The cares of this world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh. Fornication is calling it. will call you. Drink. We were coming back today and someone said, Sister Lillian, she said to me, she said, did you notice that on this road, do you see how many whiskey adverts, how many billboards advertising alcohol on the streets? I say yes, because you are in the domain where they drink plenty of it. Everybody around here, their whole life is about clubbing, it's about partying. And we started talking about some things. Hallelujah. Now, there are some areas where you would live in. The wind blowing there is the wind of night clubbing and partying. As a young man, you are meant to stand. You walk through it. And those things will not touch you, right? There are some streets that when you walk through those streets, what is there is lost, 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 lost. You are not seeing any naked woman, no. But lost everywhere. It's in the air, it's in the atmosphere. What, are, what, are, what have they been building you up from? So that in case any day you are passing through that place, you will just walk through. You, even the lost, you won't pick it. Are you hearing me? So the purpose of our building, there are some, some jobs, some positions you will enter into. What is on that position is that you must fall. You must steal. You must change figures. You must change things. Do you understand? You must twist things. Your building is so that in case God brings you there, you will stand. So each time God is building us up, he's building us up for us to be able to stand and then so that we can do what he sent us to the earth here to do. 42 reasons plenty of reward is waiting for us. Isn't it amazing that God will say, I will reward you for being strong. <laughs> I will reward you for growing. Eh? I will reward you for maturing. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says, let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. Glory to God. I want us to wake up to the consciousness of the eyes of the Lord around us. We are not conscious of the eyes of the Lord. And not that the eyes of the Lord are upon us for judgment. You know, when we say judgment, we always think of punishment. No, the eyes of the Lord are upon us for fellowship. God wants to consistently fellowship with us. I was praying maybe last week, you know, um, I, I mean, very intentionally working on my spiritual growth. I've been, I've not been as, I've been much more intentional this season than I've always been. I'm looking for those tiny, tiny things. You must set a mark for yourself. Huh? You must set a mark for yourself. When you set a mark for yourself, and you are hard, you press on hard, things, they will start popping up things for you. Praise God. I've forgotten what I wanted to say. So let me go back to the Bible. The Bible is a safe place to run back to. <laughs> for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. His ears are open 
to their prayers. I was chatting with a sister of mine and she said, I became so weak, but that she started asking the Lord, strengthen me, strengthen me. And she had made up her mind that in this season, she's not going to allow herself to slip into weakness. But she just suddenly found out that even that strength to pray the way she had resolved to, to keep praying had wind. But she started asking the Lord, strengthen me, strengthen me. And guess what? Strength has come back. So the Lord hears prayers like that. The Lord answers prayers like that. Okay, I said I was going to, we're going to read Colossians chapter 3. Let's go there quickly. Therefore put to death, Colossians 3, 5. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. So there was a time we lived this type of life. Those young children who are here that have grown up in the church, you don't know how blessed you are. You never expressed some of these extreme, horrible attributes of sin. God kept you from it. Praise God. Verse 8 says, But now you yourselves are to put off all this anger, wrath, malice. So you see, these ones are not as depraved as the first set. Hmm? Put off anger, wrath, malice. Fill the language out of your mouth. What is fill the language? Get out. <laughs> Sir? Idiots. Foolish person. Foolish head. Coconut head. Kokoro head. Ode. Swegbe. Olush. Bible says put them away from your mouth. Put them away from your mouth. And it's easy to pick these things. I perceive someone here. You are friends with someone who uses such languages. Maybe you're online. Evil communication corrupts good manners. Right? So when you've sat around that person for a season, those things will rub off on you and you would use them. The Bible says we should put them away from our mouth. Alright, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so what else can hinder us from loving. Yes. Wounds. 
wounds. Yeah. Um, when you've had terrible experiences in the past that have caused you to be wounded, so by the time you mature physically, not spiritually, um, you now tend to believe that that's the way the world is. And even your brothers and sisters are, you know, uh, will still uh, bring that same bad experience into your life. Um, and then also, sometimes even those wounds come from believers, you know, that you've had experiences with. So you just assume that it's a, a blanket um, re, um, type of experience that you're going to have with, with your brethren. So, yeah. All right. Is there anyone that has anything to add to that or to say to that? Wounds. Yes. Uh-huh. Give him. Hallelujah. Another thing that may hinder us from loving is when we are carnal. A carnal man does not love. He only loves when the atmosphere is okay for him. But a spiritual-minded person loves unconditionally. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Absolutely. It's very correct. All right. Sister Lillian, yes. Okay. One, one other thing I have experienced personally that hinders us from loving. Where? When, microphone, you're, okay. is it on? Yes, it's on. Okay. Uh-huh. Put it on your mouth. Personally, is um, okay, you are on a journey. God is trying to correct you. The word is correcting you and the spirit is confirming it and we are do this. And you refuse to do it. It becomes harder. For instance, let me, let me bring it home this way. I had a particular experience with someone. And, um, and the Lord said, start calling this person. You understand? But I kept postponing it. You know? Okay, I'll call her tomorrow. I know. So, and I discovered that my heart was getting harder and harder towards the person. Until I called the person, I broke that that thing in my heart towards the person. That's what I'm trying to to say. I mean, disobeying instructions can make it harder for you. Praise God. Now, each time we disobey instructions, we make it more difficult to obey the next instruction. Each time you disobey, if there's an instruction of the Lord before you, you disobey that instruction it will be harder for you to obey the next one. Praise God. And really, where you want to get to, if you continue in that, is to come to the place where you will never even receive instructions from the Lord anymore. He will stop talking. And God forbid that the Lord stops talking. God forbid that the Lord stops correcting us. So we must be willing and ready. Willing. And ready. He says, if you're willing and what? Obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If we're willing and obedient, we shall eat the good of the land. If we're willing and obedient, we shall eat the good of the land. Say with me, I am willing and obedient. 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 Praise God. If we're willing and obedient, we'll eat the good of the land. 
Yes. I think to learn to what um, she just talked about, I just something I just remembered something uh, from when I was in school. I was trying to learn um, kindness. So I told myself every day I would do two acts of kindness. So it's like, someone comes to me to me, ah, I don't have money, this is a, uh, I take kindness one. And I'll be looking, I'll just be, I, I had to fulfill that before I slept. So I, I was just looking for any opportunity to do something nice. Do you want me to help you with this? I'm fulfilling that act of kindness. So I think when she said that, I just remembered it. And I think practically, um, forgiveness gets easier like what you said, when you're winning, when you're intentional about it. So you can, if you don't forgive, when you're driving on the road, and someone just, and before you know it, you're saying insulting the person's life and generation and everything. If you can't do that, you can't do the bigger ones. So I think, um, let's start from the small things. We can be intentional. We can say, okay, like Jesus said, 70 times 7. You can actually count it. If you, just to help yourself. Before you know it, as you grow in God, it's not going to be a problem. Because, okay, I've done, God, I've done 49 forgiveness today. <laughs> yeah, number three. Yeah, number three. So you can try, and um, if you find out that it's hard for you, you can build yourself up to that level. And then before you know it, you're not like you have been teaching us to become unoffendable. You will now find... It becomes your nature. Yeah, Praise exactly. God. And an amazing thing is that when... You count the number of snares you escaped in one day. You will be so happy. Eh? Your heart will be so full of joy. Oh my God. I forgave this one. I forgave this one. I didn't count this one. I did this good. I did this here. I did this right. You know, you'll be so happy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Someone else raised their hands. Okay. To, to what um, Fuluke talked about. Yes, I want to go to that, that because that's a core. We should learn, it's good for us to learn to ask God to teach us to forget when we are being wronged. Because when you, someone has hurt you, there's a residue in your heart. Let's say, for example, you see all these beggars out there. People say, ah, please, I need help. You help that person. Probably you pass that road. When you pass the second time, you now saw that that person is still doing the same thing. Now your heart will now change to helping people who are on the street. When you just see anyone, you just say, they are all the same. And possibly it could be, you could have an angel who is in need, who could meet you and say, the person is an angel, you don't know. It could be a particular person or a person who is in need. So all those things will happen. And the first thing your mind remembers is your experience, not God. So it's always God, good to ask God to help us to forget because experiences are hard to forget if we don't ask God to help us to. You just remember and it postures your heart towards everyone. Based on that experience, you just say, because somebody, I borrowed somebody money, I did not give me back. I'm not giving. Because, you know, because, 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 and you would stand on it, not knowing that it's the devil that is working in that uh, system. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And if anyone is 
Yes, Pastor James hands are but let me let me communicate this. If anyone's heart is if your heart is so heavy and you're you're struggling with so much, you know, um, the wound in your heart is so bruised, what you need, can I tell you what you need? You just need the love of the Father. What you need, the cure to that heart is the love of the Father. It's coming into the love of the Father. Through fellowship of the Father. Fellowship with the brethren. Fellowship of the word. Fellowship with God's word. What changes the heart? What restructures the heart? What reconstructs the heart? Is God's word. Is the knowledge of God. You can say, I will forgive, I will forgive for the next two years. If you never present yourself and never open your heart to the place where God's word can be fed the heart, fed the heart, fed the heart, you can say, I will forgive from today Jesus comes. And when Jesus meets you, there's still unforgiveness there. Sometimes there are spirits that steward people's hearts. Eh? the offenses that have been done to you, the wrongs that have been done to you, have been perpetuated, have been carried out by an evil spirit. Supervise, evil spirits can supervise somebody to afflict another person. Do you know that? That's what witchcraft is all about. That's what witchcraft is all about. So there are wounds that when you hear what people have gone through and who afflicted them and what they did to them, you will just know this one is a spiritual matter. And this is meant, the damage is meant to mind you for the rest of your life. That damage will disconfigure your personality. It will shift you away from what you were meant to achieve in life. You will never achieve those things. You will not meet that mark. I'm not even talking about spiritual heights now. I'm talking about natural life. Attainment in the natural life. It will block you. And those hearts, that heart is... You know, it's just hard because legitimately it has been wounded. So what will free such a man, what will free such a woman, what will free such a person is to sit under the word of God. You must get hungry fiercely and sit and hear God's word and hear God's word and hear God's word and love on the Lord and worship the Lord and break down in the presence of the Lord and cry before the Lord out of love, not out of pity. You can carry that matter to God. God, help me. Huh? And you will cry when you finish crying. In fact, you will get, it will be worse than when you even came. But you just, you just said you came into the presence of God. I don't know if... Am I, am I making sense? I'm giving us... Practical things that will heal us properly. All of us, everyone here, must be so well-rounded, so well-healed that no matter what is done to you, it means nothing. Praise God. Pastor James, you want to say something? Praise the Lord. Yes. Um, thank you so much, Mama, for this. I whispered to Pastor Samson earlier on, and I said to him, I said, Pastor Samson, this is no easy. I realized something. Uh, Peter said, for you were called to this. Meaning, he was not talking to babes. He was talking to believers in the first place. 
He was not talking to someone, to, talk, to people who just came into the faith. He was talking to, to believers. So telling them, for you were called to this. And the reason for all of this is so that you will inherit a blessing. You know, for all of this, you said something, Ma, that isn't it awesome that God will reward me for growing? God will reward me for maturing. You know, but, you know, as, as, as people or as believers, I think it, it, it takes the working of God and the dealings of God in our lives or in my life for me to be able to fully stand, I say, I have forgiven this person. Some of you will not understand what I'm saying, but those who are married, those of us who are married with husbands and wives, there are things that we do to ourselves, and there are things that your wife or your husband will do to you. You sit down and wonder, how did I even, you know, there are things you begin to imagine in your head. I don't know if you get How it. How did I will end up? Yes, yes. Is, marrying this man. Is that is that bad, man? Is Not that bad? Not a mistake. I do so. <laughs> is is that is that serious? You know, some three weeks ago, a girl who was living with me. You know, you know what happened, ma. I had to travel. My uncle, whom we grew grew up together, was killed in cold blood. As in, he was killed. For, for no reason. And funny enough, it was his nephew who killed him. And what for? Land issue. I know, we were in Ibadan. When, when, when the call came in, I had to leave Blessings Wedding. I left everything I was doing. They saw it was God that brought us back. They were just, I'm sure everybody was praying in the car that day. Let's just get to Lagos. I had to travel that day. You know what happened? Yesterday, the boy who killed my uncle called me from police custody. I have to ask him, how did you get my number in the first place? He said once in a while, they make a request to call someone and if the police on duty will pity you, they will, give you, they will, uh, they will allow you to, make the, to call. So he told me that it was his elder brother that gave him my number to call me. I said, why are you calling me? He said they told him that if I forgive him, every other person will forgive him. So he's calling me to ask me to forgive him. I was quiet. This guy was just talking and talking and talking and talking. I thank God I, I was not seeing him face to face. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> no, it's true, you know. I don't know what I would have done. These things, you know, it's... Uh, Peter knew what... He knew what he was saying when he wrote that scripture. He knew what he was saying when he wrote that scripture. Now, you have a spouse, and then they did something, you know, there's, you know... People around you can betray you, and it will not get to you. But when someone that you've been with, you know, betrays you or does something that, you know, you don't, you cannot fathom how that person will imagine to, to put you in such a position. And then you are asked to, you are telling me that you are called to this. So I think it takes the power of the spirit of God 
in the life of the believer to first of all come to that place, that knowledge that I have to forgive. So me doing it now is not because I want to do it, but I am doing it one because it is required and demanded on me to do such a thing. First, not to please myself. First of all, to please God. And then second of all, me. By the time I realized that is when the inheritance of that blessing that will come. So unless I have journeyed, so it will take a heart that's journeyed, that, that, that has journeyed. You know, it's easy to say you do this, it's easy to say you do that. But then, when you are face to face, when you are face to face with real life issue, real life challenge, you know, God helped me 2010 that I did not, if not, I would have, I would have, I would have, I would have been a murderer. No, it's true. Some of us have seen things that, you know, when, when you look at some people, you just, you just see people doing things the, the way they are doing. You don't understand. You don't know why. And that is why it's not always good for you to just, just draw a conclusion or just draw a line when you see someone acting in such a way. I think that is where the spirit, that is where, that is where you know, the spirit of the, the place of intercession and prayer will, will always come. Because if you look at it, the first place there, the first thing there, you talked about compassion, having compassion for one another. So I think when the, when the heart, when we have compassion, when the heart is compassionate, you won't just write people off when you see them or when they do things to you immediately. You actually want to sit down and find out why did this person or why is such a person doing this or acting this? So wounds are there. I watched a movie two days ago and this word kept ringing in my head. He said, see, if you, say, if you claim you love God and you really want to serve God, he said, God will take away all the things you love and leave you with him and leave you with nothing. Do you, I don't know if you get me. That God will take away everything that I love and leave me with nothing. So you are left with a choice whether, okay, I have nothing now. All the things that I, you know, I, because we build barricades, we build, you know, boundaries, we build walls because of wounds. This person did this to me. I won't, and we tell ourselves, I will not allow anybody else to repeat this sin to me. That's what we do. So we tend, it's easy. We build boundaries, we build walls, and then, you know, each time or somebody is coming your way that needs love, needs you to show them God's love. Because you have already built boundaries, you have already built walls around you. That person is coming. You don't become traffic water. Oh boy, stop there. <laughs> don't come close to me. You, you know, we tend to say things like, you don't try these things with me. You don't do this with me. I cannot take this. But really, you know, as children, Peter was writing to believers, as children of God with the spirit of God. Actually, I realized yesterday that I can take all things. And that was when the, reali the, the, the reality of this scripture came to me yesterday, that I can do all things through Christ. It is not because of anything. Me forgiving that, that young man that did that. He, he killed that man. In, I mean, for what? Praise so God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. It's not, it's not that I can drive moto. It's not that I can buy car. It's not that I have one mansion to inherit. It's not that ah, I, can, I, can, I, I, I can write my exams and pass. Yes, but then the real thing, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But when you see the teen, Kai... Yeah. Hallelujah. 
When you see the thing, you can do it. Hallelujah. When you see the thing, you can what? You can do it. Hallelujah. So that's why I said, walk in the spirit. When I said, if you have wounds in your heart, what will heal you is not forgive. It's not saying I will forgive. It's not saying God help me to forgive. Yes, there's a place for God help me to forgive. But if you do not intentionally grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the heart will constantly remain weak and unable to exercise, to carry out that exercise of forgiveness. So I must be very intentional in exposing my heart to the word of God. To learning God, learning the character of God, learning God, learning what Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you learn God, when God enters you, it increases your strength. Our st we are increased in strength when we learn God. And the reason for that increase in strength, so that you can be able to do what men cannot do. Natural men cannot forgive. Natural men cannot forgive. Natural men cannot forgive. There's a measure of forgiveness that they can practice, right? But natural men cannot forgive. It's hard. They can even restore friendship, right? But there'll be no forgiveness. That's why when you read scriptures, you see things. You are saying to your neighbor, I love you, but you mean something else in your heart. You know, there are things that will make men come to that type, become that way. Apart from a man being naturally, apart from falsehood. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5. Sorry? Okay, grandma has a little... this forgiveness and uh, the pity. As you said, with natural man, it's difficult. It's difficult. But take a picture of Jesus Christ. All that was done to him. All that. Do you, do you sometimes, because sometimes I keep the picture of Jesus Christ, keep looking at it when something happened. How he was battered. Everything that was done to him, he was slapped, he was spit on, he was flogged, he was given several strokes. Yet, only that, if you dare look unto Jesus, if you dare imagine all the suffering he had, then you are in a way, you are in a way to it. But without that, it's difficult as a human being, as what uh, the pastor has just said, for that man to have phoned him to say, forgive me. It's difficult, except Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please, Shile, include part of our prayers, intercession for the hearts, for everyone in the community. Okay? Let's pray for everyone's heart. It is my desire, it is my pleasure that everyone will journey together. Praise God. That 
all the men, the minimum stature of height. There's a stature of spiritual height that when you come to this community, that is the minimum you will find all men in this place. It requires intentional labor. It requires intentional labor. All right, Galatians chapter 5. Let's read from verse 13. I will close from here. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use your liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. This is so frightening. So what is the solution? Verse 16 says, I say then, walk in the spirit. Huh? Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit doesn't mean become spooky. Close your eyes and float. Through meditation, you float like a butterfly. That's not walking in the spirit. Kenneth Hagin taught us in Love the Way to Victory that loving our brethren is walking in the spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I want to say that walking in the spirit is learning the word of God. Learning life. Learning life. Learning life. Give yourself to learning life. Because it's when we learn, hear God's word, and learn God's word, and give our hearts to God's word, give our minds to God's word, that the heart is restructured, that the heart is reconstructed. You don't have the ability to rebuild your heart by yourself. There's a level of work you can do by yourself. But there's another level. Because this journey is in levels. There's another level that you cannot do by yourself. So it's how much of yourself you give to God that will determine how much of that. That's you're doing that work. But all what God wants for you is bring yourself. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you what? Present yourself. So you bring yourself. So when you shield yourself or when you wear an attitude of I know it, maybe I know what they are going to talk about, you will be shocked. I, what I taught today in Lekki, I was, I was, they asked me to teach Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. So we've been on a series on Ephesians and the Lord stopped me halfway. After three weeks of going, the Lord said, go back to foundation. The Lord said, go back to foundation. <clears throat> and <clears throat> the Lord said, go back to foundation. He said, the Lord said, if you don't go back to foundation, what you're building will collapse. So I, when I got there today, I, I begged them. I said, please, I want to follow the Lord in doing this work. Okay? I have the liberty of teaching them for the next six months, for the next one year, for as long as I am available. So I know it is an assignment. The Lord has sent me there on an assignment to do a constructive work. Right? Praise God. So it's not, uh, it's not going to show you. Mm -mm, it's a specific work. People's lives that need to be rebuilt and remolded. And then the direction that should come to them. 
thereafter. So the Lord said, God, stop those deep things. And I wasn't teaching deep. I was just, it's just reading Ephesians and explaining what, the, what it means. And the Lord said, no, go back. Go back to foundations. And the foundation, he said, go back to his faith and love. Right? So today, I taught, um, I, I worked hard to really come down to teach the milk of God's word and a man's life, how a man's life is dependent on God's word. When I finished that teaching, somebody sent me a long list of epistles of what the, a simple message has done to the life, has restored her to faith. Now, you'll be shocked. This person already knows, has plenty of knowledge. Already has plenty of knowledge of deep things. But the real work, eh? the real work, the heart had disengaged. It's easy for our hearts to disengage. It's easy for our hearts to disengage from joining. Praise God. When I learn some principles, when I learn some things, even in the place of prayer, there are certain prayers that I want to pray for a season. By the time you pray, it's two, three, four times. If you are not careful, when you come to pray that prayer, you are depending on the prayer, not in the presence of God. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Right? So what I do is intentionally tell myself, in fact, I repeat this scripture to myself, not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of God. Lord, it's, it's you I'm looking for here. In this practice, repeated practice, I make sure I do that practice intentionally in the presence of the Father. And that's why we do many things ritualistically, religiously, repeatedly, and we have very little results. Because when we are doing them, carrying them out religiously, carrying them out, obeying them, doing them faithfully, we're doing it without the Holy Spirit. Very easy to become mechanical. So walk in the spirit. That's what the scripture is teaching us here. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the lust of the flesh, hallelujah, the lust of the flesh is not only fornication and adultery. As a young believer, whenever I hear lust of the flesh, that's the first thing my mind goes to, immorality. The lust of the flesh is beyond immorality. It's more than immorality. Certain men might never be immoral, but they are loaded with lust. Lust of other things. Lust of pride. Lust of position. Lust of self-recognition. Lust of ambitious lust. Lusting after, you know, positions. They want to be rich. They want to be known. They want to be the assistant pastor. So I'm bringing it home to church. They want to be the next in line. And sometimes there are no such positions. Particularly in a ministry like this. Because the ministry of the spirit. <laughs> okay, let me not. Let me not. Um, there are young people before me, so they might misunderstand what I'm saying. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For the flesh lost against 
the spirit. So anything, anything that is a desire, anything that is desire to be done, right? That is a contradiction to the life of God is lost. Is lost. Your body doesn't have to burn with passion. No. No. See, God wants to raise us a perfect man. It's not a joke. We have entered that school. It's not a joke. He's not playing with this community. He's not playing with this community. And can I tell us the truth? He doesn't care if we're only 10. The work God wants to do with us in this community is a serious work. There will be no room for the flesh. He's not going to. Anyone that must journey with him to the next level, to the next bus stop, flesh must be taken out of you completely. Okay, maybe he's not talking to you, but it's me he's talking to. It's true, it's possible. It's just me he's talking to. That there's no room for flesh in my life this time around. There's no provision for it. <laughs> hey, Jesus is Lord. Father, we thank you. Ah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. There's grace. Kabora Shakata. There is grace. There's grace to enter into God. There is grace to enter into God. The portal is open. The door is open. There's grace for any man that wants to enter into God at this season. There's grace. There's grace. There's grace for you to overcome any form of limitation. There is grace. There is grace for active engagement. Not for three days, but for all the days of your lives. Just enroll. Just enroll. There's grace. It's available. There's grace. Say, for the loss of the flesh lost against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. The spirit hates the flesh. It's not talking about sin now. The flesh, flesh, flesh. Spirit doesn't like flesh. Spirit doesn't like flesh. So anything that will, that will enroll you into the school of the flesh. Anything that awaken flesh. In your life, identify it and put it away. Eh? Anything that will cause flesh to wake up, identify it, put it away. If you can't do it by yourself, get a hold of a brother, get a hold of a sister, get a hold of somebody, declare a fast. Praise the Lord. For the flesh lost against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So that you do not do the things that you wish. You see it? That's flesh. Eh? You do not do the things that you want. You wish, you desire. Those godly virtues, those godliness, those things, assignments, consecrations, dedications that you wish you want to do. Flesh will not allow you to do it. Flesh can be dog. Flesh can be food. 
Flesh can be your family. Flesh can. Do you understand what I mean? Are you hearing what I'm saying? And it's very serious. God is very serious at this time. Because there's a manner of man God wants us to become. There's a manner of man God wants us to become. To whom much has been given, much has. To whom much is given, much is expected. Satan cannot, should not successfully accuse us in this season and hinder us from taking a hold of what. The door that God has opened for us. We must not allow him. We must not give him room. We must not allow him. We must not give him. We must insist that I have entered into my new season. And the laws, the instructions of life for this new season. Ask God to give it to you. Did you hear what I'm saying? Yes. I know we have given up fornication, we have given up adultery, we have given up quarreling, we have given up fighting. But there are laws of consecration that is required for your new season. Ask God, Father, give me the laws for this new season. What are the laws? What are the things you want me to do? How do you want me to run my life? For me to hold or for me to birth what I have been impregnated with. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's, let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. We refuse to fall short. We refuse to come behind. We refuse to lose any more. No more losses. No more losses. No more losses. Masaka tani baraba shekelege bodo. Reke posoko tanagabada sandale gabada. Oseka tanagababa. Olege dege bodo so nabada. I want you to pray. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Malegaba sanda legaba dagaba dagaba Ese katana gaba ye kasuko tara lagaba shan Azupa teka nagaba bashi katana gaba bashata Ese kataka baba baba shika legaba dagaba sekapata Masekende kopatika reprosekepa nagaba regadaga dagaba sukete nagaba yasende Ese kapata kapapa pari pataka pasante Thank you, Jesus. Bronega Balisha Kuten de Legaboria Sabata. Azema Takanaga Babashika Taliga Badiagabada Sota. Eleke Poporike Poriandi Kaliga Maniga Vodogobo Sota. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the new season. Thank you for causing us to give birth. 
Thank you for causing us, oh God, by the power of your spirit to give birth. Hallelujah. To give birth. Yay. Mayoka Sakata. To recover. Full recovery, not partial. Full. Full recovery. Full recovery. Full recovery. Thank you, Jesus. Full recovery, not partial. Full recovery. The instruction is give birth to it. Birth it. Full recovery. Father, we thank you for full recovery. We are recovering every season. We are recovering every assignment. We are recovering every nature. We are recovering every stature. We are recovering every gift and callings. Full recovery. Full recovery. Full recovery in the name of Jesus. Full recovery. There was a time my heart was tender. I have to recover that heart. There was a time it was easy for me to forgive. I have to recover that heart. There was a time I was full of joy. Ah, I have to recover. Full recovery in the name of Jesus. There was a time. There was a time I gave myself fully to studying God's word, reading God's word. God's word was my everyday companion. We have to recover that season. We have to recover that manner of man. Full recovery. Full recovery in the name of Jesus. There was a time I, I had passion for the lost. Passion for the lost. Oh, nice. Passion to make money. Passion to make money has taken over passion for the lost. And when we are talking about recovery, all that is in your mind is to recover businesses and recover monies. No. Full recovery. We must restructure. Our lives must be restructured. We must be willing to give our lives to God to restructure it and realign us this season. Some of you, for your heart to be thoroughly healed, you must give yourself to hearing God's word consistently. Your ears must be plugged to the word of God. You leave fellowship, you are listening to another message, from another message to another message. And it has to be the right message. It has to be the right message. Full recovery. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. It is the Father's good pleasure to give me the kingdom. Did you know that? It is the Father's good pleasure. 
to give us the kingdom. He that gave us his son freely, how shall he not freely give us all things? The one that gave us his son freely. What can be more costly than his son? That he gave us. Father, we receive grace. We receive grace for lifelong active engagement. <laughs> Father, we receive grace at this season. Something will enter into us. Something will enter into us this season. And we'll become another type of man. And we will never change. Our change will only be to be stronger. And to be better in what you have birthed in us in this season. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pasuche, please. City Gabahani Kapani gets a sick up a heart. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. You are teaching us your ways, you are showing us the way we should follow, you are leading us in the path of life. Thank you, Father. That will teach us the part of life that in your presence there are pleasures. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Oh, we give you glory. We worship you, Father. Thank you. You are healing our heart, empowering our heart. Thank you, my Father. You sent forth your word. The word healed them, delivered them from every destruction. Thank you, Father. You sent forth your word by your spirit. Oh, your word is delivering us. Your word is helping us. Your word is strengthening us. Ah, we give you glory. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. We bless your name. We give you praise. We worship you. Lord, as a people... We thank you. As a community, we thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the ministering spirit that you will send today to strengthen us, to empower us. Thank you. We receive strength. We eat life. We are established in the path of righteousness. We agree with the ways of God. We agree with your ways, with your lives, with your thought. Thank you. Thank you. You establish in our heart. That is a good thing for the heart to be established with grace, not with meat. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is the way of freedom. This is the way of liberty. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. These are the places that the enemies have hide. These are the places where the enemy is taking advantage of the life of God that is within us. But thank you, Father. Ah, thank you. Ah, thank you. There's no place for the enemy. You are... Ah. Thank you, Father. 
You must not fail. Hallelujah. Um, thank you for the confirmation. He was not here. Um, in the, when we started this meeting, like I said in the morning, I sent so much activity of the angel, most of us that were here. And one of the prayer points, Mama was not here when we were praying that prayer point about the heart. That was, and one our prayer is that the Holy Spirit will lead us. You know, that with that angel brought for us, the Holy Ghost will lead us to navigate that path. And that's what the water that has been stirred. Can we just stand to our feet? Can we just receive in a place of strength? The, the Holy Ghost, through the word, they've stirred up that waters. Too much activity of the spirit. They've stirred. Can we receive strength? Can we receive the ministries of those angels for strength? For strength. We receive strength. Ah, Sinibahaka. Kabanegefa. Oh, thank you, Father. You've come to help us. Oh, you come to assist us. You come to strengthen us that we may do your will, that we may do your heart. You want us to do your heart. There is a way we overcome, there is a way we judge disobedient. Oh, there is a way we receive prayers, answers. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, we receive strength as community, Father. Oh, we receive strength. We receive strength. We receive strength. We receive strength. That it is possible to be consistent. It is possible to remain in the realm of life. The Bible says from glory to glory. We receive strength, Father. We receive strength, Father. We receive strength, Father. We receive strength. We receive strength. We thank you for the ministries of these angels you sent to us today. Thank you, Father. Ah, Sinagabanda Vatikasenico Panigasasabahophonia. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. The Bible says it's not by power, it's not by might, but by your spirit. Yes, the Lord. We receive strength, Father. We receive their ministries. We receive their ministries. We receive their ministries. Lord, we approach your table. The Bible says you prepare your table in the presence of our enemies. We eat your flesh. You've commanded us to do this. In the remembrance of you. Father. We receive your body. The body that we do the will of God. The body that we do the agenda of God. This body has no sin. This body. Has no iniquity. This body has no sickness. No diseases. We receive that body. Even as we eat your flesh. Miracles. Miracles of new bodies. Miracles. Activations of life in our bodies. Fruitful bodies. Because you are fruitful. Your body is fruitful. It's through that body we came. 
It's through that body we will multiply. We receive fruitfulness. Miracles. Say the children which you have given to me. We are for signs. And wonders. Yes. Yes. We receive. The body. Of Jesus. The resurrection body. The body that knew no sin. The body of life. Incorruptible body. We receive. We partake. In the name of Jesus. Strength is activated within us. Fruitfulness is activated within us. Spiritual fruitfulness. Physical fruitfulness. You commanded us to go to the world and go and be fruitful and multiply. We multiply the life of God in our families, in our bodies, in our communities, in our generation. Through your body, we eat multiplication. Life, life. Even as we drink your blood, as we drink your blood, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. We will remain in the spirit. We will continue in the spirit. We will be established in the spirit. This is what this blood is meant to do in our lives. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for activities of life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This blood washes unrighteousness. This blood washes every laziness. This blood washes every lawlessness. It washes every weakness in our bodies, in our genes, in our souls. We drink the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Where's that chile? Glory to God. 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 Glory to you. Thank you. Thank you. Eat with faith and drink with faith. Because you are the people of faith. In the days of your power, your people shall be willing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You will reign until all your enemies are brought to your feet. Thank you. You are reigning in us. You are working in us. You are reigning in us. Working in us. Reigning in us. Walking in us, reigning in us, walking in us, we give you glory. We give you glory. 
I give you glory, Father. Hallelujah. Egano go bahali kapani gesa saba kubrani sasiga bahata. Father, we worship you. You can eat in the presence of God. Eat in the presence of God. Drink in the presence of God. The flesh of Jesus and the life of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. As we eat, we receive open wombs. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We declare wombs here are open. We declare hearts here are healed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We declare loins are open. Life is entering into loins in the name of Jesus. Amen. We declare wombs are open. Amen. We declare new season is here. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We declare assignments are restored. Amen. Things are restored. Amen. Callings are restored. Amen. Strength is restored. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As we eat the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. We declare that we come into. Amen. We come into a measure of Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Bodily in our physical body. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive capacity. Amen. We declare in the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive strength to overcome. Amen. We we receive strength for victory. Amen. We receive strength for the journey. Amen. We receive understanding. Amen. Understanding of spiritual things. Amen. By the breaking of the bread, their Amen. eyes open. We declare in the name of Jesus Amen. that weakness is judging Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We'll give you praise. Hallelujah. Please, can we just have a seat just for Seven or five minutes. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wow, glory to God. Oh, God. Thank you to God. Hallelujah. Is anyone worshiping with us for the first time? Today is your first time worshiping with us. Hallelujah. Is anyone like that? Okay. Oh, my brother's time. Hallelujah. Is anyone? Oh, Oh, you're welcome. Please, can we just receive them? Can we welcome them? Can we receive them? Let's welcome them. Let's welcome them. Hallelujah. 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 You're welcome. God bless you. This is your first time of worshiping here? Wow. I think I saw you in there. I was thinking when I saw you in um, the mansion. Wow, 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 wow. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Um, this preparing is bright. Hallelujah. You're welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, we believe that you are blessed. Hallelujah. Um, we meet here every Saturday by 3 p.m. Um, also, we have other meetings also. Like on Thursday, Mekizere School. Hallelujah. So we'd like to see more of you. Um, we are the people that um, we believe in God's word. We believe in God's life. We believe um, the spirit of God, you know, doing what he has promised to do in our lives. Hallelujah. So we'd like to see more of you. Just after the meeting, someone is going to meet with you briefly. Hallelujah. To give you more details about the ministry. Amen. God bless you so much. 
We love you. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, um, let's. Okay, Mama, want something? Um, sorry, I'm taking us back to the teaching. As okay. I, I was praying here, the Lord brought to my mind what I wanted to say to us. Okay. That I said I had forgotten. And it was that I was praying and I asked the Lord to fill me with his spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Mm. Fill me with your spirit. Mm. But the Lord responded mm. and showed me the scripture. Mm. It showed me the scripture that says, and be ye filled with the spirit, spirit. speaking to yourselves in mm. psalms and mm. hymns Aims. and spiritual songs, wow. singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. Mm. You don't need to pray to me to fill you mm. with my spirit. Go mm. and practice that wow. and you'll be full of the spirit. Hallelujah. So there are some things that... There are some things that we're praying to God and asking God, do this for me. Help me get it. No, 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 no. There are already prescriptions for those things in the word of God. Go and obey them and you will enter into that dimension. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, I remember one testimony that was a minister's rest. Now, this one I remember that um, the wife wanted to deliver and um, they've done everything. And um, the next thing to do is just to cut, um, to actually go to CS. Now, the, they've already planned it, and um, they've already planned everything. Um, so the doctor that we drew the um, CS, they went to go and receive the doctor. Then along the way, um, along the way, police held them. So, but here, one of the things that the revelation that God gave to me was just to chant in the spirit. Just to chant in the spirit. I was just wash, I wasn't praying. I was just, I brought that picture before the Lord. I was just singing. I was just singing. I think it was minister's rest during the time of worship. I was just singing, chanting and chanting. So that time that God, that time that it was actually God that makes, that actually stopped that doctor. Before they got to that place, the woman had been put to bed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just, just chanting. So just like what mama said, I just to affirm what mama said, there are keys in the spirit. Some may not be prayers. Some is prayers. Some is just singing. But it's for we as we are in tune with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost will give us the keys. Hallelujah. And we'll just come into those victory. Praise God. Amen. So let's remember um, this Friday. Hallelujah. Um, prayer retreat starts starting this Friday. So please, we are expected to be here. Hallelujah. And we'll be having our 12 hours practice. Amen. Praise God. Most of you, somehow, you are, that is not the sword of the spirit. It's the sword of death. Let's not dodge it. Just bring, just find your way here. Hallelujah. Praise God. It is called what? Practice. So, um, Let's bear that in mind and plan towards that. It's this Friday and Saturday and on Sunday, by the grace of God, being the third of March, we'll be rounding off. Hallelujah. So let us plan towards it and prepare our heart. You know, one of the things that Mama said in the course of the teaching is that place where we are consistent, not being hot today and being cold tomorrow, but we are consistent. I believe that um, such meetings is what will help us. Hallelujah. 
just come and pray as the Spirit of God we help us. Before you know it, 12 hours is, is like an hour. Hallelujah. Praise God. I say praise God. Amen. Amen. So let's remember, Monday is what for now. Monday is what for now. So most of us have not been joining. So let's try to join. Remember what mama said. Mama said that the Lord told her there are some things of God we can come into without certain dimension of God's word. And I do say when I was praying, I said, when, a, when I speak a Yoruba now, most of you that are not Yoruba, you, it's a mystery to you. But after, when you learn Yoruba, it will, be called, it will no longer be a mystery. So most of the things we are calling mysteries, our normal, supposed to be our normal life. But just as we give ourselves, you know, give ourselves. So on Monday is what for now. Then Tuesday is open book. Hallelujah. All of them is online. Um, what for now start by 8 p.m. Where open book start by 6 p.m. Then the mystery of the kingdom is Wednesdays by 8, 8, 8 p.m. also. So please let's avail ourselves for these meetings. Hallelujah. Mechizedek School is every Thursday um, by 4 p.m. Hallelujah. Can we stand to our feet as we thank the Lord? As we thank the Lord. As we thank the Lord. Oh, we give you praise. Pastor Israel, the next evangelism on the 16th. Okay. Okay, that is second Saturday of March. On the third Saturday of March. So please, let's bear that in mind. On the 16th of March, third Saturday. Hallelujah. Let's bear that in mind. Hallelujah. Can we thank the Lord? Can we just thank him today? Father, we just want to thank you. Um, bless your name. You know, just like what mama said, the instruction of this season. Father, we pray and we ask you to open us up to this instruction of this season. That we can comprehend that which you are telling us, that which you are instructing us. That what you began today in our lives, our Father, shall remain in the name of Jesus. The bed of the air shall not steal it from us. Lord, we trust by your wisdom of yours, by the wisdom of the Spirit. And as you instruct us in the path of life, we shall retain this thought, this understanding, this walk in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, blessed Father. Thank you, blessed Lord. I want to pray for Mama and Papa. We pray that you will help them and establish them and strengthen them in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. We want Amen. to pray for our pastors, Pastor Francis and Pastor Chair. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We pray for Pastor Francis and Pastor Chair. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you have your offering, you can give your offering. As we share the grace the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Spirit. Rise and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercies is following us all the days of our lives as we are the house of the Lord now and forevermore. Amen. Shalom. God bless you.